Peace be with you. This is Father Michael along with the rest of the team thanking God that you have joined us for prayer today. Welcome to the God Minute. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips. And my mouth shall declare your praise. Psalm 26 To you I look. I'm about to make an important decision, Lord, and the day before me is charged with uncertainty. Enable me to sense your presence, to be assured of your guiding concern. I have been your child and servant for many years. I have been faithful to the hour of worship and the time of prayer. I have celebrated your grace and sung your praises. My dearest friends are those who love and serve you. Now, O Lord, I have come to a fork in the road. I don't know which way to turn. I commit this day into your hands. I pray that it may be live by your direction and accord with your will. I raise my voice in thanksgiving, O God, for you have granted me the assurance that you will guide my faltering steps. If for just this alone, I praise and thank you. Glory be to the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. reading from the prophet Isaiah, chapter 45, verse 19. I didn't speak in secret from somewhere in a land of darkness. I didn't say to Jacob's descendants, seek me in chaos. I, the Lord, speak truth, declaring what is right. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. Several years ago, while living as a pre-postulant and a postulant with the community, I was down in New Orleans. This mostly Midwestern gal went full throttle in my attempts to fully embrace the New Orleans culture. The jazz music, the Mardi Gras parades, and the food. I mean, I could eat po' boys and snowballs every day of my life. But anyway, another part of living in New Orleans was understanding what the months between June and November meant hurricane season, which also meant a boost in devotional prayers to Our Lady of Prompt Sucker. I lived in New Orleans during the 10th anniversary of Hurricane Katrina and witnessed the immense resiliency of the people who were still healing from the pain and destruction that occurred those 10 years ago. Thankfully, throughout my two years of living in the Big Easy, we were spared from hurricanes and I never experienced evacuation, cleanup, or reconstruction that occurs after a destructive natural disaster like a hurricane. But I will say, living in a city below sea level that often finds itself within the path of a hurricane 
prompted me to do a little research on hurricanes. I mean, how do they form? And why is it that the eye of a hurricane is said to be calm? That last part really intrigued me, and not just because it's related to a Hamilton song lyric. In the eye of a hurricane there is quiet. The winds and the rains, the massive destructive storm swirls about, but in its center there's peace and calm. I found myself praying with that image whenever I felt like life was swept up in a hurricane of sorts, especially when I feel like I have no control over a challenging situation. When we are surrounded by chaos, the Lord doesn't say, seek me in chaos, as the prophet Isaiah reminds us today. We seek the Lord in that still, quiet voice, that calm center, the divine dwelling within us. You see, the eye is protected by something that, after some Googling, I found out was called the Coriolis effect and the movement of hot, humid air from the center out beyond the eye wall. You see, there's a force. There's a movement that keeps the center calm. And so I think it's true within ourselves, too. The Holy Spirit is a force, even described as a driving wind in Scripture. And when we are centered in the heart of God, the Holy Spirit protects that center, the union between our heart and the Lord. So when we find ourselves in the midst of the storms of life, seek the Lord dwelling in the center, the peaceful, calm center. One way of doing this is engaging in centering prayer, which is a contemplative practice of emptying ourselves and being filled with God. This requires silence, an internal quieting of our minds, which is the hardest part if you ask me. And then being gentle with ourselves when we're trying to empty ourselves and all we can do is think about everything we have on our plate for the day or things that we didn't accomplish during the day. Sometimes the whole prayer might be letting go of each of those holy distractions and taking a breath. Using a word or a simple mantra which can draw us back to God. And that's okay. To me, the whole point of this form of centering prayer is to seek that still, quiet presence of God, to dwell in the calm, peaceful eye of the hurricane. Let us pray together the words that our Savior taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Let us pray. Father, 
every moment of every day provides something of an opportunity for us, whether it be a joy or a sorrow, a celebration or a disappointment, chaos or order. Help us to seek you in the quiet of our hearts, to know that you are present and walking with us in every moment of every day. Let your grace be upon us and move us to greater faith and hope and charity. This we ask through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanks, everyone, for praying with us today. Be good to yourself and one another, and we'll see you tomorrow.